Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get the good newsletter. All the news they don't want you to hear and more. Let's get around big tech with the good newsletter. Stay in touch. Go to JustinBarclay.com slash good news. That's JustinBarclay.com slash good news. Get the good news today. Welcome to the After Show. It's the show after the show. That's why they call it the After Show. See what we did there, folks? It's just the creativity. It's like oozing from our pores. Uh, Appreciate you being here as always. It is never a dull moment. Man, lots of stuff happening over the weekend, and I'm watching it all happen. Uh, Some of the dumpster fire, I'm, I'm watching... I'm watching it all to kind of come together. Oh, my goodness. It is something. Wow. Lots of division. Lots of deceit. Lots of distraction. And uh, and that's all within uh, the Michigan Republican Party on the right. But I got to tell you, folks, man, oh, man. I, I, I just I watch your comments coming in on the chat too, and I gotta I'm I'm I guess I gotta I've gotta talk about some of this stuff now. I'm 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 a little I'm a little hesitant because I don't look I don't like getting into some of the I guess I can talk a little bit more about it in a podcast form here because you are a podcast you know. There's a difference. People don't understand. There's a difference between a broadcast and a podcast. So just to kind of give you the difference, broad means, I mean, we hit everybody. You're up on our our radio tower with an FM or an AM transmitter. We happen to have both with our radio station. And you're hitting a, a specific geographical area with your with your message, with your program, whatever it might be. And so we get everybody. No other, it doesn't matter whether you're conservative, you're liberal, whether you're an independent. We get everybody. And so I talk about certain things on the broadcast that may be a little bit different than I talk about on the podcast. Why? Because the podcast is more like narrow casting. I say broadcast, you're reaching everyone. Narrow casting with the podcast, you're reaching specific people, the people that really want to search out and and get your 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 message. So that's why I do things a little bit differently, but I can talk about I can talk about a few more different things and I can get into maybe the specifics on and there's no time constraints in a podcast too. So you see that's why those things are different. So I want to break down some of the divisions, some of the divisiveness 
some of the things that we're seeing happening right now and why it's so important for people to get together and unite to fight against the radical extremist plots and plans of the folks who want one thing, and that's to control you, your kids, and our future. So, that being said, let me get into some of those things. First, we'll thank our sponsors today, the good folks at PatriotSwitch.com. Look, I've been talking about these guys for a while now. We made a switch, Lizzie and I, the family, we made a switch back in February. We couldn't be happier. Not only are we getting good quality products made in America by Patriot-owned companies, and of course, the folks who are fighting the fight, we're saying no to the big box stores. We're saying no to the woke conglomerates, the people who don't have the same ideological backgrounds as us. They really just don't want the same things. These are the people pushing some of the woke agenda, some of the craziness, some of the most radical and extreme things on our kids, and of course... They, again, spend money, these big brands and box stores, so products that you might buy, everything from, let's see, if I scroll down here so you can take a look on the screen, let's say, oh, Coca-Cola is a great example. You say, but I don't drink Coca-Cola. That's okay. Do you drink smart water? (laughs) Do do you drink, uh, oh, Dasani, right? Minute Maid? Do you you drink any of the simply whatever orange juices or any of the, the juice stuff? How about Fairlife, the the dairy, the the, the cows? Do you do any of that? See all these different products that they have under their one brand umbrella. But it's just like that on all of these different companies and brands. They're all owned by a handful of companies, these woke conglomerates. And guess who owns a piece of all of them? And a lot of times, big controlling swaths. We're talking the folks in BlackRock, the people who want the Great Reset. Your Warren Buffett's of the world, all these different individuals who just have different ideas about how you and I should live. They want control. And they don't share the same values as us. So we have decided, and we've been able to pull the plug on a lot of these folks. Because, you know, every time you see a commercial for Coca-Cola or you see a commercial for Bounty or you see a commercial for Dawn or Pampers or Crest or Snickers or Band-Aid, whatever it might be, all these different... Companies are all owned by the same people. They're taking that money that we spend with them. And they are sending it back to uh, to the, uh, the, the, the big, big media conglomerates, mainstream media. So they're funding all of that woke programming that they're sending the kids. They're funding it all. And unfortunately, at the end of the day, what happens... No coverage of the stories that matter most. It's a shame. It's time to make the switch. Like we did. Like over 2 million monthly shoppers have already done with PatriotSwitch.com. Go to PatriotSwitch.com. Put in your name. Put in your information, your cell phone number, your email. And then select my name from that growing list of patriots here. And how did you hear about us? My name, Justin Barkley, that growing list of patriots there that are making the switch and talking about how you can do so as well. PatriotSwitch.com. Thanks to those folks for making things possible today. PatriotSwitch.com. So I have a Rona report 
that is going to blow your socks off more proof that you just won't hear anywhere else about the Fauci ouchie, the hokey pokey. Plus, the pandemic coordinator, the COVID coordinator says things could get a lot worse if the U.S. does nothing. Does he know what year it is? Does he know what? It's 2022. Plus, the look behind the scenes is what's really happening in China right now that might blow you away in the World Economic Forum. A lot of folks know about Davos. They know about Klaus Schwab and Davos and uh, all of the. It's like this Bond villain. What, what does he want? Well, the latest that he's made a statement about kids and what should happen to your kids is par for the course. And if you want to know who's involved with the World Economic Forum, you don't have to look too far. It's a lot of the folks who are in leadership today. So anyway, lots of different things to look at here. But first, let's start with the division that that I'm seeing. Okay, got to start with this. If you're in Michigan right now, the gubernatorial race is the race. It's the race. Folks, the last two years, I don't know how to put this to you. But you know how criminal our governor has been. You know she's worked in lockstep. Hand in hand. With the attorney general. With the secretary of state involving elections. To sway the 2020 election. We've seen the things that have come out of that. We know Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson, she told clerks, you don't have to look at. In fact, don't. Don't look at. Don't inspect the absentee, the ballot signatures that come in on the absentee ballots. Don't look at those. Don't look at those. She shut down the schools. She hurt our kids. She sent sick patients from hospitals right into nursing homes, killing thousands. She shut down businesses. No telling how many people have died, how many health problems they've had because they were shut off, wasn't not able to get the, the treatments they needed at hospitals. I have a friend who was in that boat. No telling how many people have died because of the depression and all of the mental health issues that they caused because of these shutdowns. But she has been on a campaign, a Hyden like Biden campaign. She's been hiding the last year and a half or so. You notice last year at this time when we were fighting the fight against these school boards and the county health commissions, the county commissioners, et cetera, when they wanted to mask up the kids again for schools. You notice it didn't come from her. In fact, she was hiding the whole time. But it really did come from her. It came from her through the orders of folks in her health department. But she wasn't the one out front of the camera. She was hiding. She's been hiding ever since they realized just how bad her numbers were. I'm here to tell you, folks, and it's so plain and simple. I want you to understand this. A vote for anyone but Tudor Dixon is a vote for Gretchen Whitmer. If you can live with that. If you can live with that on your conscience, I, I, 
I know many of you are well-meaning. I know many of you are well-intentioned. But I just want you to understand, there is, there is literally one group of folks who benefit from the division, from the chaos that's being sowed right now, inside of our state and inside of our Republican Party. Trump says, Justin, you're assuming our elections are fair and they are not. Well, I mean, the only part, and I, I understand your frustration, but Grump, here's the thing. You could say, well, then why vote at all? The point is, that's what they want you to think. Why vote at all? They want you discouraged. They want you beaten down. They want you feeling hopeless and helpless. And here's the deal. The only way to fight them and the only way to stop them, especially in a system where they pull the levers, I've seen it. But the only way to stop them is to turn out the vote. So massive, so big, in fact, that the grassroots has to be motivated, plays a big role in this, along with regular, average, everyday folks who said enough is enough. You have to get so much of a turnout out there that they cannot cheat. It's happened before. It's happened in other states. We've seen it. In fact, it just happened here in West Michigan. John Gibbs beating freshman congressman Peter Meyer. Who voted to impeach Trump? If it was rigged, why didn't Meyer win? Well, the, the truth is, they may have tried to. I watched the race, the, the race closely. I was at, at the Gibbs event with Gibbs and watched everything come in. And boy, oh boy, it was wild seeing the numbers. Gibbs was up way high at first, and then Meyer started coming back. And then all of a sudden, Meyer took the lead. And then I got to tell you, I was looking around like, how is this possible? This can't be possible. And then all of a sudden, Gibbs started taking the lead again. And then it was it was too late. There was nothing that they could do. By the way, I can't explain to you some of the things that I know and some of the things that I've seen. But we know for a fact that Democrats came over and they voted in a Republican primary. Because Republicans, in establishment, Republicans wanted them to do that. They talked about it. Adam Kinzinger came to town campaigning, knocking doors for Peter Meyer. Also uh, in uh, Ottawa County, they had the folks, the incumbents over there in the county commission. They had the same. They were working together with Democrats. Ah. The point of this in Ottawa County and, of course, in the situation with the race of Peter Meyer, the point is they didn't have enough votes out there to be able to. Let me let me say this. I'm trying to say this the best way I can. There wasn't enough room for shenanigans to be victorious. Let me just put it that way. There are always shenanigans. There are always going to be shenanigans. People are always going to try because at the end of the day, it is more profitable. You say, well, what if they get caught? Well, if they get caught, what happens? Slap on the wrist. What Have you ever seen any of these people ever do real time for cheating in an election? It just, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't really happen. Ah, they may get a probation. They may get maybe in a year or two or whatever. Who knows? But it's never... 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never anything real. It's never any a, a substantial punishment. So that's why, as long as the ends justify the means, as long as the uh, rewards are greater than the risks, they're they're always going to try this. The way you fight back, the way you beat them is coming out in complete and full force. In numbers that are so gigantic, the people rise up that they cannot, they cannot rig it. And then, yes, we do need folks like Christina Caramo who can get in and do things like clean up the qualified voter file. You know what the QVF is? We could talk more about this in the coming days, but this is where lots of the shenanigans take place. A lot of the things that are happening inside the QVF. And by the way, I don't want to tell you everything that we know and that I've heard about these things because I don't want them to know when I say them, the folks that are busy pulling the strings. I don't want them all to know how much we know. But let's just say the cheating happens inside these systems that they have in place right now. So, lots happening there. In fact, uh, a lot of it was talked about this weekend with the uh, with Mike Lindell's uh Summit. So we'll dig into that tomorrow because in a little in a little bit, uh, I think in a little bit uh, greater depth, Patrick Colbeck will be here with us. So I'm going to break it down again for you. The only way to defeat Gretchen Whitmer and the evil Trinity is to unite, unite behind uh, Tudor Dixon, her LG candidate. Representative, former state rep, Shane Hernandez, who we'll talk about more in the coming days. But from what I understand, people have said, and by the way, here's the thing that you don't know, and I forgot, I I should have said this earlier. But from what I understand, Trump was involved himself in the picking and maybe the vetting of that candidate. I, that's what I'm hearing. We've got to unite behind Matt DiPerno as our attorney general candidate. We've got to unite behind Christina Caramo as a secretary of state candidate. Here's what happens if all three of these people get elected. You're able to have massive changes. You're able to clean up the problems. Brian, you don't know that. You don't know who I've talked to. You don't know who I know directly. And you certainly don't have like Trump on speed dial. You folks are being lied to. I'm going to tell you. I know because I've seen it happening behind the scenes. It's unfortunate, but there is a group of people that want only one thing, and it's chaos and division. And some of the things that are coming out are coming from people that you probably trust. It is so sad.
it only results in one thing. Governor Gretchen Whitmer getting reelected. Benson and Nestle elected right along with him. And if chances are, if those three are reelected again, guess what happens? Guess what happens? Those two proposals that we talked about today probably get passed as well. Is Tudor in hiding? No, Mickey, she's out raising money. Do you know the Democrats already have $30 million on the books? This is the thing is you you guys people keep lying to you and they are they are they're manipulating you. And they're manipulating the grassroots and it's it's one of the most disgusting the sickening things I've ever seen in my entire life and one of these days maybe we'll do an exposé on all of it. And we'll rip the kimono back and you can see it all. William says Shane and Shane Hernandez endorsed Tom Leonard over Matt DiPerno. Yeah, a lot of people did. And a lot of people got behind Matt DiPerno because they said, we've got to have Matt in the fight, who actually endorsed Tom in the first place. This idea that Tom Leonard is some sort of establishment hack or, or rhino is, is crazy. Trump endorsed him at one point. Well, I don't believe Trump. Trump's really lost it. Okay. Okay. Sure. I guess Trump doesn't know. I guess he's... I guess we have all the answers, don't we? Guys, I got to tell you, this stuff we're buying into, hook, line, and sinker, people people are going to benefit, and it won't be the state of Michigan. It'll be Whitmer, Nessel, Benson. It'll be these, these petitions that are passed. And at that point, I really, I mean... I just pray for the state. I pray for the grassroots here, too, folks. I pray that uh, folks will be able to see through lots of the stuff that's out there right now. Discernment's a powerful thing. You've got to be able to see through some of the smoke and mirrors out there right now. I will have Dixon back on the show. Grump, I'm not going to grill her because I don't think she deserves to be grilled, but I will ask the questions that, that need to be asked. But some of these questions that some of you guys are asking just aren't, they don't make any sense. And quite frankly, all they do is add to the chaos. You're saying that you're not going to vote for somebody based upon they're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. I hate to tell you this, folks. The only perfect person that walked the face of the earth was here 2,000 years ago. We are setting up these standards for people. We are setting up these purity tests that no one, no one can uh, can actually pass. You've got, you've got to understand that. Hey, am I a rhino? You know, a lot of people are talking right now. It's Shane Hernandez. You know, he he didn't originally uh, support Donald Trump. There are lots of Republicans who didn't in the primary. In 2016, I voted for uh, Ted Cruz. 
in 2016. Why? Because I liked him. If he were running again, probably wouldn't vote for Ted Cruz again. We learn things over time. We take new information in. We make new decisions. As soon as Trump won the primary, man, I was all in. And I also, I knew he would win. I saw it way before lots of people saw it. I'm not here to rehash any of it and all of that, but I'm just here to tell you that if you're going back to to, to pull weird things out of uh, thin air like that, the only people who that benefit in this situation are going to be Whitmer, Nestle, and Benson. They want division. Do you want to see how united they were this weekend? Let's let's see if I can pull a Democrat convention. Look how united these guys are this weekend. Oh man, oh man. Look at this picture. It's glorious. Look at these four. I'm surprised they let Garland on the stage with them, the, the trio. I mean, they're really, it, it is kind of like he's on the side. Like, yeah, no, don't get in our pick. Don't mess our picture up too much here, Gar. But boy, oh boy, are they excited. excited. They're united. Folks, you don't understand. They have a completely different picture and idea for this state. And it is not good. So I'm not going to belabor this, but I will tell you that um, there are things happening behind the scenes that we don't understand the weight of. I hear folks in the grassroots saying, like, I, I I don't know, Tudor didn't come to us, she hasn't talked to us, she hasn't had these conversations. Well, she won the primary, and she's counting on you. And by the way, Tudor is grassroots, just like you. I saw her out at these events. Just like I saw Ryan. Just like I saw Garrett. Mostly, I'd see Garrett online. Ryan, I did see at a couple events here and there. Um, but Garrett did. They did have some stand-up Michigan events. I saw Tudor at an event. Same event I saw Ryan at. But you, I don't think that folks realized this whole idea that Tudor is establishment, et cetera, was it? It was a political strategy. Now, I know certain people believe it, but here's what I know. I know that she was part of the grassroots. You're thinking, I don't know, Tudor. Well, that's because you had your candidate and you love that person. I had all of these guys on. I even had Rinky on. I didn't really know Rinky, but I had him on. I had all these people on. I gave you time to hear from them, to listen to them, to make your decisions. But you got a chance to hear from them. Do you know that this show, they came on. We did two full hours that day, the day before the primary. Every single one of them came on. That's how important it was to them, to talk to you, to talk to the grassroots. That's how important it was. So, uh, all right.
right, Tammy, let me let me go through yours. And I can ask some of these questions. I'd love to have Shane on to ask some of these questions. But I don't know the guy. I didn't know him, but I've started to get the background on him. Some of the things I've learned. Really interesting. Uh, so Tammy says, Shane Hernandez has proven to be a rhino already. He didn't back to Perno. Well, I have a good friend who didn't back to Perno. In fact, he backed Tom Leonard. We're allowed to do things like that. Particularly when when it comes to like making your picks before that person is actually fully nominated, you're allowed to do that. Guess who he backs right now? He's got a DePerno sign in his yard. That doesn't make this guy a rhino. I'm telling you, you're buying into the divisive language. By the way, a lot of this stuff is being concocted and pumped. Out of places and people who are being paid millions to drive a wedge between you and the folks in the party. And they get paid no matter what. And by the way, a lot of these folks don't even live in Michigan. They don't even live here. I I, I just wish one of these days I will tell you everything I know. The things that I have heard. Tudor is weak and won't make it. Well, here's what I believe, Tammy. I actually believe Tudor's probably the most likely to be able to defeat Whitmer for a number of reasons. But I will tell you one thing. She won't be able to do it if we in the party or we as the people who feel like Whitmer needs to go aside, no, we're not gonna do the, we're not gonna unite behind her. Sorry, the truth sucks. Trump doesn't know everything either. Of course he doesn't. He let people down by backing Tudor. Do you know the the, the story of... Because a lot of people think Tudor came out of nowhere. Do you know the story? Lot, many people don't. Trump and Tudor's father knew each other because of Tudor's dad being in the steel business. They had a relationship that goes back years ago. From what I understand, early on... They had conversations, and Tudor looked at running. And the conversations were pretty simple. They wanted the, the, the Trump endorsement. Trump said, I, you know, I want, to do, I want to do that. But I think, from what I understand, he was looking at a couple of things. Is she going to be able to raise the money? Because, you know, in order to, to be a candidate and really to win, you have to be able to raise money. I mean, you have to be able to do some real fundraising. The other thing is, she's got to be able to win. If she is in that contest, she has to be able to win. So you remember the first time Trump came to Michigan during the, during all this, or the last time he came to Michigan, it was um, Washington, right? Township? Washington Township, I think. Uh, anyway, he mentioned her name. There were several others that were brought on stage that were fully endorsed Christina Caramo among them, Matt DiPerno, I believe also, and uh, John Gibbs among some others that were brought on stage and at that rally. But Trump had not in endorsed her yet. He did throw her name out there. I think that was testing the waters. You know, I think it's, it's fascinating to see 
she had to get out there and earn it, and she did. So what she did is she got out and she earned the endorsement. She was able to fundraise. She was able to pull well because of the fundraising. I think we get lost. We're so much living in our echo chambers and our silos, and I love that you pay attention to me and you listen to this program, this podcast. I love that you stream us online and we're able to have these conversations. But, folks, we are not a large number when it comes to the percentage of the population of the state of Michigan. Most people don't nerd out or geek out like we do on these these political issues. They don't realize how important they are. Now, many people are waking up more and more, and 2020 was a big time for them to wake up. There's a lot of them, though, have woken up from 2020, and they go, I'm going back to sleep. I'm going to be, they let me go, they let me, let, let my kid go back to school, they let me go back to work, okay, I'm going back to sleep. I don't need to fight anymore. So they don't know, but they don't pay attention, or they pay attention only to certain things. It takes money to reach those people. Why do you think Ryan Kelly was on the air with us today? Asking for your donations for MichiganSaysNo.com. His fight against the two ballot proposals. Why do you think he was on air asking for those donations? It's because they need the money. Not just grassroots people who say on the, the internet that, oh, I hate this or I don't like that or we complain about this, that or the other thing. Not just putting signs in yards. I know those things are great. I understand that those things are important and we need some of that. But at the end of the day, we have to reach people who don't think the way we think. We have to reach people who don't necessarily get together online in the same place as we do. We have to reach those people. How do we do that? Got to raise money. Got to raise money. You got to have TV ads. Got to have radio ads. You've got to have these messages to get out and reach people. It's a big part of the fight. So that's what Tudor did. And guess what? That's why, four, what was it, 40-some-odd percent of the people voted for her? Now, you're going to say, and I've heard this said, well, I think the fix was in. I think there were shenanigans. Folks, 40% of the vote ain't enough. There ain't enough shenanigans to get you that. What happened is that the grassroots votes were split. The folks that wanted, wanted you know, let's talk, call them grassroots the folks that wanted to vote for Garrett, the folks that wanted to vote for Ryan, unfortunately, and Ralph, unfortunately canceled each other out. I called it. We talked about this a while back. A friend of mine said to me months ago that this was going to happen. He'd seen it before, multiple times in elections before. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or the, the grassroots, this is what happens. So unfortunately, that's what we saw. But that doesn't mean your voice didn't matter. Your voice still matters. Now it matters more than ever. You have an opportunity to unite. Get together behind these candidates. And of course, let's see them take office in Lansing. Somebody asked me, what about uh, what about Christina Caramo? Oh my gosh. I love her. 
I've had her on multiple times. Matter of fact, when I filled in for Glenn Beck, I've had her on. Chad, Dixon's hardline stance, no exceptions to rape, incest, etc., will drive independence to Whitmer's side. I don't know. I mean, I could see that that is what the negative ad is, which is out now. Think about what I just said, too. The power of the money and the marketing. The only reason you know about this is because they've been out there marketing against her. They're building negative images. And faster than we're able to get out and build positive images. The one of the reasons why you haven't seen uh, Tudor Dixon out, you know, kissing babies, shaking hands, all of that stuff lately is because she's been out fundraising, trying to raise money because they've got $30 million in the books right now. <sighs> now, I want to tell you this. I'm going to vote for Tudor Dixon. I'm going to vote for Matt DiPerno. I'm going to vote for Christina Caramo. I'm going to vote for John Gibbs. He's in my area. I'm going to vote for all these people that I've told them, and they know. I will hold them accountable. I will hold them accountable. So we'll hold their feet to the fire. We'll make sure they follow through and do the things that they promised they would do. And if they step out of line, we're going to let them know. We'll let them know. So there is lots to discuss on all of this. I hope I've given you a bit of a picture of what's happening. Without getting into the nitty-gritty details of all of it. Maybe someday we will. But if you don't vote for Tudor Dixon, and even if you vote for somebody like Donna Brandenburg, who I like, as a person in the, is it the Constitution, no, Constitution, what, tax, whatever it is, even if you vote for that, per, it's 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 like uh, it's like a, it's a vote for Whitmer. You have to realize that. So have your principles. Tammy Tudor won the primary by Democrats voting for her. There weren't enough Democrats to come out and vote for her, Tammy. That's not what happened. In fact, do you want to know the truth? She was their worst nightmare. She was their worst nightmare. She's the last one they wanted elected. Joan, I can't tell if this is a joke or not. Tudor hasn't called or texted me or even sent me a Facebook message. I hope that's a joke. I just hope that's a joke. Uh, if she could clear up the confusion with the mandates and the abortion ad, that would stop the confusion and supposedly misleading ads. There's more than left or right. It's those in the middle who need the answers. It's not mean or divisive to want to know. Yes. Uh, I got to tell you. The only thing I can tell you, and I'll keep going back to it, and then I'll wrap this up. This can this includes the convention, 
by the way, that's coming up on Saturday. And I'm not going to get into the weeds of this either because um, there are there are so much there's so much chaos and confusion swirling right now. Rumors. Um, all of this stuff. It is bad for business. It only results in one thing. I'm not going to go on. Tammy says, what happened was the Democrats voted for Tudor because they know she is the weakest link almost the exact. Well, how come it didn't work then against John Gibbs here? She's not the weakest link. I just explained this to She was their worst nightmare, and it's happened. Well, you know who they really wanted? And I love Ryan, but I can tell you this. They really wanted Ryan to win. Why did they want Ryan to win? Because then they could they could make the entire campaign against January 6th. And a guy who's got to go face this. And they're just horrible, ridiculous charges. He's tra- it's misdemeanor trespassing charges. But that's who Whitmer and Nestle and the rest of them wanted to win. They wanted Ryan Kelly to win. <laughs> it's that's the truth. Uh, I I have to I, I I have to let you guys know this. I mean, uh, the stuff that we get caught up in here. It just it bogs us down. This is why we can't ever actually have any change. This is why we can't ever really get good folks elected. This is why Democrats are running wild. Soros-backed Democrats are running wild in Michigan. Steve says, if we're having this much, you know what, here about Dixon, can you imagine what the public is like? Well, the good news is this. They don't even, they haven't even, this hasn't even come into their minds yet. The public isn't really going to start to think about this until maybe October. You want me to run it down for you? Here's what the public is thinking about right now. Summer's running out. School is starting. Got to get the kids back in school. Got to think about that. Then football is getting ready to start back up again. And then we got football. It's the bread and circuses, guys. That's what it is. Why did she wait so long to announce she have she could have sold Shane to us? She has not. Uh, she's out there doing that now. They were out this weekend at the Dream Cruise. Is that what it's called? What is it the? Um, I think it's called the. I think it's called the Dream Cruise. I can't remember. I used to live over there, and I can't remember what they call that. Woodward Avenue Dream Cruise, I think. Um. Hang on, let me pull up the pictures. They were out shaking hands and kissing babies this weekend. Yeah, here you go. And guess who they were with? Matt DiPerno. So here you go. Matt DiPerno joined Shane Hernandez and I at the Woodward Dream Cruise on Saturday. United Ticket will defeat Gretchen Whitmer, Dana Nessel, and Jocelyn Vincent, and we can begin to repair the damage they've done to our state. So there you have it. That's where they were this weekend. Amongst the people. Now, that now we've been told she's living in a basement, folks. We were told she was living in a basement. So what do you do? I mean, 
<laughs> I love this guy's hat, by the way. Trump was right. <laughs> it's good. That's good. How do you figure this out? How do you go from living in a basement to, uh, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies? So, look, uh, you, you know, I just I throw that out there to show you. Um, why did she wait so long for the announcement? There's a lot of politics involved in that. What I will say is part of what I know about the process is that Trump was involved. And part of what I know about that, I've been told at least, is that, um, and yeah, she'll she'll come on the show this week. Um, part of what I know about that is that the process originally by giving her the endorsement, he said he wanted to be involved in who was picked as the uh, lieutenant governor. So there you have it. Tammy, I don't know what you're upset about. You're saying that I'm laughing at you. I'm not. I'm not laughing at you. If I'm laughing, it's a it's not a good laugh. It's the chaos is so bad that what I'm seeing happening is going to lead to four more years of Whitmer because we're so deceived and it's very sad. What I what I'm telling you is not my my opinion. What I'm telling you is fact. Now, some of the things are my opinion, but some of them are facts. Please give the facts as you know them, if you know them. Stop playing games by not giving us the information you know. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what I know. But it doesn't seem to matter to some of us. That's the problem with the echo chamber. That's the problem. The problem with the echo chamber is we get in our little bubbles and we only want to hear what we want to hear and we won't listen to anybody else. And now you got, and it's interesting, now you got people saying, well, I don't know about Trump. Of course he's not perfect, but I've said that from the beginning. I don't know about Trump. And now it's, well, I don't know about you. Folks, none of us stand up to this. There's something that everyone could pick apart with each one of us. Sherry, uh, will I bring Sheriff from Barry County on? I've invited him on, but I think because of legal issues, he doesn't want to talk about certain things or can't. I'll reach back out to him, though. Um, they've got some mutual friends, and, and, and we've worked on that before. Uh, Todd says, Todd and Jamie, I think because Michigan is so corrupted and people that run it, that makes it hard for all Michigan people to trust anyone who wants to take over with Michigan. Well, we should. We should. We should be. Think of the best way to say this. I don't want to say skeptical, but we should be. Hmm. Trust but verifies what Reagan used to say. We should always be watching, right? We should always keep our eyes on this stuff. Um, and we ought, to, we ought to always hold them accountable. Those are things that we ought to do. Now that I've talked about some of the stuff this morning, this, I, I wanted to just give you the warning, the heads up. Warning, danger ahead. 
So now you know the case. What's at stake? Now you know the um, the truth about what's happening. I, I just there are things that are happening. I mean, I think things that are happening that I don't even know about. You know, that's that's the that's the, the I think that's the toughest the toughest part. And Grump, let me address this because here's the here's here's where we're at. If you have her back on and get her to answer the hard questions that divide everybody, what would those be, Grump? Because I don't think she has any answers to the hard questions that divide people. I think some of those would be a waste of time, breath, and focus, because at the end of the day, what you what you got what you gotta see, and this is why it's so Good for folks like Whitmer, Nestle, and Benson is that every minute she she spends trying to defend herself. It's it's a minute that she's not talking about how bad Whitmer, Nestle, and Benson are. So what they've done is now they've shifted the conversation to where Tudor has to defend herself. And, and I'm sorry, I don't know if I can make it any more clear than this. She shouldn't have to be in that position. She's not Whitmer, Nessel, or Benson. We already know. They've proven they are bad for us. We can't say to to Tudor, prove that you're not going to screw us over, because she can't. The only way to do that is to elect her and then see what she does. And if she messes up, if if she crosses the line, if she does things that we don't like, you vote her out. Sherry says, it bogs us all down to keep having to tell conservatives that Tudor is the only hope to defeat Whitmer. You can't get more conservative than to say no exceptions to murder in the womb. I'm telling you, folks. That, that says it all. Uh, Christina wasn't with him this weekend, Sherry, because she was at an event that um, was in Detroit called uh, Church Militant. I think they had a conference. I- I'm not exactly sure who they are or what they do, but I know that Ryan was there with her. So they're all split up, and I know that Christina had and her team were on, were on uh, Woodward there with the Dream Cruise. So I know there's a lot of this that we'll continue to unpack. I'm not defending anyone, but to tell you, it is something that we all must fight against, this division. Let's call it out when we see it. Let's... um. Let's make sure that people know that a vote for anyone other than Tudor is a vote for Whitmer. Follow Tudor's Facebook page or Twitter, wherever you are, whatever social media she has. Stay up to date with her. Engage with her. Okay. I'm a, I'm about to be done with this conversation. I got one one last thing from Tammy here. Ryan was a total constitutionist. He loves God, and he was my choice for those and many other reasons. Change comes by our party having the backbone to stand up against all the crap going on with all our, our elections. We need to stop ignoring the 2020 steal. We can't continue on with no election integrity. Okay, so we'll just stop at that part. So you would rather... 
I don't know, Tammy, I know you're not saying this, but I understand that those are great points. But by talking about that, then folks are thinking, well, maybe I shouldn't vote for Tudor. Are you saying Tudor doesn't agree with those things? I will tell you that a vote for anyone other than Tudor is a vote against God. I'm just going to read through some of these. Against election integrity and for the 2020 still. In fact, it's it's a vote for those things specifically in that proposal. Because they will all pass. They will all pass. She was living in a basement until now. Come on, guys. That's a talking point. Do you know where it came from? I'm not going to belabor this because I don't want to make it any worse than what it was. But last week, somebody, let me just say it that way, somebody posted something and mentioned Tudor needs to get out of the basement. This was posted by a guy. Um, the original person who made the comment is a Democrat Lincoln Project World Economic Forum, big globalist guy. He hates Trump. He hates the Republican Party. He's no longer a Republican. He started this Lincoln Project, which you know you know anything about it. It's bad news. He's the guy who tweeted this thing. And then that was shared. I think that was a mistake. That person's admitted that was a mistake. Probably shouldn't have done that. And this whole thing, this idea of Tudor being in basement has just flown. How she won is very simple. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How she wins now is going to be partially up to us. Whether or not we get behind her. And Tammy does say, um, just because I don't like her does not mean I won't vote for her to get rid of Whitless. So I appreciate that. Um, Bruce, thank you. I do get information. Bruce says you get I get information on a daily basis that we don't hear. So that is true. I have to parse out what I think is real, what I think is not real, what I can share, what I should share, um, all of those things. So lots, lots, lots of pieces in there. I think most folks are deciding that they are going to unite. I think most folks are deciding that uh, they will not divide. I think mo most folks are deciding that we've got to beat Gretchen Whitmer, Dana Nessel, and Jocelyn Benson, and we've got to defeat these two ballot proposals. And if we don't, I don't want to think about what the state looks like. I think most folks are getting into that zone. So I'm, I'm, I, I really do have good news. I think that most folks realize what's at stake. So there's lots that we can do. Get a yard sign. Get a get a yard sign. Campaign for them. Talk to your neighbors. Talk to your friends. Talk to your families. 
it's particularly um, all of all of the issues that we're watching the, uh, the the petitions, the ballot petitions, all of those things. Uh, okay. I think I got too caught up in the chat today. Some of these, some of these chats. I wanted to answer your questions though, but uh, I got too caught up in the chat. Let me give you some of this. World Economic Forum suggests there are solid, rational reasons for children to be microchipped. Just remember, Whitmer, Nestle, Benson, World Economic Forum, Soros-backed. Bond villains at the World Economic Forum, the idea of promoting in a blog post on the Davos Elite's website. By the way, I should probably, should I, should I link to that so you can actually see what they're, because I, it's probably a good idea, huh? Let me see. Let me see if I can get that link pulled up for you so you can actually read what it has to say. <clears throat> Yeah, you know they're probably tracking us right now. We got their website pulled up. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Oh, should we accept their cookies or reject them? No, thank you. No, thank you. Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. So they really want this. They want your kids to be microchipped. And, And honestly, what they're setting up right now, in fact, one of those petitions says that they can do. They can do whatever they want to your kids, without your consent as a parent. They're they're you, you realize it? They're putting this under the, the the umbrella of abortion. It is it is it is incredible. But this will not stop. You know, this will not, it'll be a constitutional, it will not stop. They can do any medical, that's what this really is, folks. They can do any medical procedure on your child without your consent. They want a constitutional amendment for that. That's what this proposal really does. Amongst other things, the real radical and extreme abortion things that they have instead of the day of, of, of birth. They have the, they have this in there. The idea is promoted in the blog post at Davos Elite's website, which discusses the future of augmented reality and an augmented society. As scary as chip implants may sound, they form part of a natural evolution that wearables once underwent. They say this is the World Economic Forum, by the way. Hearing aids or glasses no longer carry a stigma. The article argues. Yeah. Yeah, like chips in implanting chips in kids is the same as a hearing aid or glasses or a cell phone or something. That's what they want you to think. Holy smokes. Hmm. The article argues perhaps forgetting that glasses are and hearing aids aren't embedded inside the body, nor can they be controlled by outside forces. Yes. They are accessories and are considered a fashion item. Likewise, implants will evolve into a commodity, writes scientist Kathleen Phillips, suggesting that mainstream culture and influences will be tapped to promote implantable chips as a trendy status symbol. 
The article pushes the notion that augmented humans are inevitable and the global elites need to establish a power monopoly over the technology in order to, quote, ethically regulate it. Now, folks, I don't know how to make this any more clear. This is what this election is about. We're not far from this. The 2020, everything that happened with the, the, the pandemic, etc., it was all a test run for all of this. It was all a test run for all of this. I don't think we understand how important the weight of these things and to sit back and say, well, I'm not going to vote or I'm not going to get involved in my candidate isn't perfect and they haven't passed my purity test. It's crazy. So. I got to tell you, folks. This is on the horizon and you don't have to take it from me. You can go to their website, I guess, if you want to, at the World Economic Forum, weforum.org, and find this blog post. Look at that. As much as visual and hearing aids are part of our lives today, implant technologies could become the norm in the future. The key to this isn't necessarily that there are chips coming or that they're you know, they've got new technology and we shouldn't be afraid of it. The key is what they really want is control. It's the ability to be able to control your kids that you have no say-so. That's what this is all about. Pfizer CEO Albert Borla talked about, remember, the, the implantable chips that could talk about on the pills? Read whether or not pills were taken and... You remember that? Uh, I think that was back at the World Economic Forum not too long ago. By the way, same guy that caught COVID again. He's caught. He's got the COVID. He is a Pfizer CEO, and not not even that could stop him from getting the uh, getting the COVID again. It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet, and once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance, uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in, in uh, this field. Compliance. Did you hear him? It's control, folks. It's compliance. That's what they're looking for. In fact, there are some places where, and, and maybe even still to this day, where if you talk about this, you're consider considered a conspiracy theorist. Years ago, they would have thought the same thing. Well, it's just conspiracy. But here's telling you out in the open, we want compliance, we want control. That's what, the, that's, that's what all of this is about. You don't have to get your tinfoil hat out at this point to realize that some of these things are just absolutely bad news. Bad news for all of us, for you, for your kids, and for our future.
Albert Borla wants compliance. There you have it. Uh, you cannot make this stuff up. Should we kick off the Ronald Report? I know we're a little late anyway. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. I know. A little late. A little late today. I understand. I understand. But we're just doing our best to get there. Ashish Jah. Ashish you not. Ashish Jah is the COVID coordinator for the White House. Have you seen and heard what he wants, Ashish Jha? He wants us to take this thing more seriously, apparently. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. It is true. Um, he says, if we do nothing, if we do nothing, this pandemic could get much worse. Oh, oh, I had to do a double take when I first uh, read this and I just couldn't believe it, but I had to do a double take. Uh, I, I just, I could have shook my head. What is this? Wait a minute. Is this an old art? No, this is 2022. In fact, I thought it was two years ago. The article literally is just two days ago. It's two days ago. You can't, you just can't make some of this stuff up, can you? You can't. White House COVID coordinator is warning that the pandemic could get really bad again if we don't take action. I'm sorry. We're done. Did you not get the memo? We're done. We're not doing this anymore. We're done with the theater. We're done. His remarks come as a spokesman for the First Lady revealed she tested positive on Tuesday. President Joe Biden offered a quick update when reporters asked how she was feeling. Good. She's feeling well, he said. This comes just days after the president recovered from the virus himself. Or, excuse me, <clears throat> the resident. It's just crazy. He says we got to take things more seriously or they could get much worse. If we do nothing and just sort of hope for the best, I think we could end up getting into a lot of trouble, Ja says. To prevent that, the Biden administration is facilitating the development of a new variant-specific vaccine, which could be ready as early as... Oh, so the answer is... The first one didn't work. It didn't keep us from getting it. Like you said, it was going to stop the spread. Didn't do that. Then you said it would stop us from getting it. Uh, it didn't do that. Then you said that it would stop uh, people from getting sick, really sick, going to the hospital or, or dying. And we now we have the data to say that's not the truth. In fact, it appears that... Uh, it's quite the opposite. From the data that we have coming out of the UK, Israel, and some other places. So all of this is about getting you to take whatever next thing is coming out. No, new Fauci, ouchy, hokey, pokey. The prick. Ashish Shah. Not to get the two confused. Ashish Shah said of the... <coughs> 
<clears throat> jab. Um, it's really important that people this fall and winter get that new shot. He says also that it's critical for schools and businesses to update their indoor ventilation. Wow, really? Do you know who mentioned this? This indoor ventilation. Really wild to hear this. This is wild stuff. You would think that maybe we would have heard this two years ago. No, no, we're just hearing about it now. Two days ago, Kristen Megan Kelly, Tammy Clark, these folks, these industrial hygienists, these folks have been making that point since day one. All of the COVID money, the billions spent, trillions in some cases, we could have updated HVAC systems, ventilation. We could have done all kinds of investment in schools, in hospitals, in nursing homes. And no, we didn't. We didn't. You know why? They passed that money around to their donors and their buddies, their friends, their cronies. He also criticals for schools and businesses. They want, he says, to update. Now, update their ventilation. He wants more treatments. You got to wear masks and be tested widely. That's what he's saying. All of those things must take place. He says, if we do all those things, I'm confident we keep every business open. We keep every school open. We don't have to have hospitals that are overwhelmed, and we we can't take care of people, he said. Does anybody want to let him know we're done? We're not closing anything anymore. Maybe, maybe the thing that we close next is your jail cell. How about that? (laughs) Throw Fauci in there with you. And the rest of them. Maybe that's what we do. Sherry reminds us the CDC's admitted lying. And of course, yes, they're under fire now. They're saying they're changing things. Last week, remember they said, oh, we're going to change a bunch of things. We're just, we got to get more transparent. We got to change a bunch of things. Tucker's out there looking at the adverse events now, promoting and talking about the adverse events that are occurring from the jab. Peter McCullough said today Plum lists, uh, PubMed lists rather 30,000 papers on spike protein. He says, I predict topping over, what does he say? Yes, over 1 million as spike protein drives disease on a mass scale never seen before. Billions have it loaded in their bodies with serial genetic administrations. Um, it resides long-term in organs, tissues, monocytes, and exosomes. Now, you're listening to this thinking, I got the jab, so what do I do? There are things. And we'll have some people on to talk about some of the things that you can do. But you can. You can turn that stuff around. Your body is created. You're able to heal in so many different ways. It's very, it's a miraculous thing. Um, so I don't want you to be afraid because obviously fear can cause those things as well. That they say there are more than 30,000 papers and studies now published on the harms caused by spike protein, which the mRNA shots, one and only effective byproduct, according to Coffee and uh, COVID's Jeff Childers. Many of those papers specifically examine jab-induced spike protein rather than just spike generally. Another example, albeit not in corporate media, the Epic Times ran a story Friday headline, New and Recurrent Cancers After mRNA Vaccine Suggests... Immune changes. 
The article starts an alarming timeline for former cancer patient Bonnie Eisenberg. She recovered from breast cancer in 2012 and since then has been regularly testing for cancer markers every few months. They've always been low, averaging about 0.4 in GML. But after Bonnie took the first jab in January 2021, her cancer marker test showed slightly elevated but not alarming levels at 3.7. After her second jab in February 2021, it bumped up again to 5.2. But after she took the booster in October, her marker shot up to a red-hot 17.6. Her doctor called her in for an immediate PET scan. You guessed it, her breast cancer was back. Not only that, it had already metastasized, Bonnie explained. It went to all my bones. It didn't go to any of my body organs, but it was over every bone you could think of. On the PET scan, I lit up like a Christmas tree. She was suddenly, unexpectedly, in stage four. They immediately put her on chemo, $14,000 a month, which got the cancer under control. But Bonnie will remain on serious medication for the rest of her life and is already experiencing side effects like hair loss, loss of bone mass, and so on. Epic Times article quoted MIT's Dr. Stephanie Sinef, who is apparently doing some great work in this area. Sinef explained in a recent study, impaired type I, or 1, IFN signaling is linked to many disease risks, most notably cancer as type 1 IFN signaling suppresses proliferation of both viruses and cancer cells by arresting the cell cycle. The paper then pointed out that research on spike protein and mRNA vaccines suggests that IFN alpha action may be impaired when exposed to spike protein. In other words, they're saying the shots cause immune system problems which pave the way for cancer. It's all linked together. The article even cites more examples like John Rolfe, a healthy 68-year-old who suddenly developed stage 3 esophageal cancer after his jab in March 2021. Although doctors were optimistic and started him on an aggressive chemo, John died in his sleep in October. His wife, Cheryl, said, I got up, and he said, I want to sleep some more, and then he just didn't get up. I went in and looked later, and he had passed away. Coffee and COVID's Jeff Childress asked the question, is it possible we finally reached the stage where the problems can no longer reasonably be hidden or denied? And that's why the CDC is suddenly pivoting so hard and why the U.S. is signaling that it will stop paying for jabs. We heard that announcement last week. What a development. Over the weekend, Goofy Scarf fan Dr. Deborah Burks had some advice for the CDC on how to rebuild trust. You know, because she's so trustworthy herself. Basically, biological. It is is in the tablet. Hey, hey. And once you take the tablet. Calm down. Calm down. (laughs) CEO of Pfizer, Albert Borla. Just trying to um, invade the broadcast, it sounds like. Uh, here's what we wanted to show you. Dr. Deborah Burks over the weekend on Face the Nation, or I think Russia used to call it Deface the Nation. 
that's that's probably that's probably a better name for it, right? Uh, deface the nation. Talking about how the CDC needs to build back better their reputation, at least. Some things that they need to work on. When it comes to the CDC advice, I mean, if you go through it, people may forget. We, we had field hospitals in the middle of Central Park and refrigerator trucks moving dead bodies. We've come a long way here, but the CDC guidelines on masks was wrong. It was wrong when it came to the tests they were trying to create and deploy. They were telling people to take their temperature, not realizing there was asymptomatic community spread. Are we at the point where you cannot rebuild public trust? I mean, is the agency worth reforming? Great question for a scarfless Deborah Burks. She's scarf free here. I don't know what happened, but here you have it. Well, the way you rebuild public trust is be transparent. And I think that's in the report. Um, Better data, better accountability, better transparency. But they also have to believe, and this gets to the culture piece, people can understand complicated issues. It's your job as a public health official. That's what public and public health means. So she's saying the, the key here is to be more transparent. How about they start being transparent with all the excess deaths and what's happening with the jab? And... Now, you remember transparency. Deborah Burks wasn't so transparent herself. You, she's admitted in her book. She admits that she lied about the 14 days to stop the spread. She'd never work. Uh, she said knew it would never work. She advised it anyway, knowing the whole time it would really take much longer because she had to get people to first swallow two weeks, then... She said it would be easier to get us to agree to lock down for months. So she lied about speaking of transparency. She lied to us just to get us to go along. Plus more examples like where Burks bragged about tricking the public about vaccine efficacy to get more jabs in arms. She said, I always knew the shots wouldn't stop infections. Very interesting. Uh, transparency. Maybe we should start with. Dr. Burks herself, the scarf queen. Hmm. Let's see what else is out there. Anything, anything we have to, we have to pay attention. Did you see? Yeah, maybe I can, maybe I can go. Did you see what's happening in China right now? This video is crazy. I watched it this weekend. I thought to myself, man, this is insane. What is happening in China? It's a video online of big, huge buildings being devastated, just being demolished. Uh, Skyscrapers being demolished. And in it, like you know the way that we watch buildings fall, you know the way that the uh, the, the uh, twin towers fell, September eleventh, uh, where everything just kind of free falls to the ground. That's not what these are doing. They're flopping over. Watch when they do this. Watch this. Whoa! Now here it comes. Look out! It's flopping over. Oh my gosh! Now, that was crazy. Was that 20, 30 stores? 
stories. How about this in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? I mean, you you got at least twenty, thirty floors here. Watch this one. What is happening? What in the world? This is in China. Look at all these. This one, this first one is the craziest to me. Look at it just fall over. It's crazy. Did you did you see any of this this weekend? It is nuts. Some of this they say has to do with the real estate market. In China, their real estate market is considered the most important sector in the world. The total value stands at $60 trillion, more than the entire U.S. equity market. Twice our housing market. The Chinese now tearing down entire blocks of unfinished apartment buildings. I've never seen anything like this. Never. China's growing middle class is heavily invested in real estate. 70% of China wealth is tied to real estate, which is twice as high as the U.S. rate. Like our Chinese consumers are not also are also not buying their government's propaganda about the economy. It's a real problem. Relatedly, Bloomberg ran a story last week headline, Chinese shun debt and pile up savings, threatening global growth engine. The subhead explains households downbeat about their prospects are retrenching with consequences for local giants as well as multinationals. Maybe we should just send uh, Joe Biden down to China to redefine things. They just need some definitions changed. And somebody mentioned uh, Evergrande, the largest real estate investment company in the world, and now it's broke. Yes, isn't that interesting? Very interesting behind the scenes what's happening there in China. China and Russia, Russia teaming up together. Did you see the video also this weekend? There's a couple, speaking of China Russia, there's a couple of weird things happening. Um, which one should we go with first? Let's see here. There was a parade. How about that? The parade over the weekend in Ukraine. Have you seen this thing? It, it, very strange. Very strange. There was um, there was a parade, and I guess uh, I, I, I want to say that it was in Kiev. And uh, let me see if I can get some video of this. Here it is. Here it is. Now, I, I'm not... I don't have anything to say about this other than to say it's very strange. 
Ukraine mocks Russia with Kiev parade of captured tanks and trucks. And look at these. Some of, look how rusty they are. You think these were actually in operation in the fight? Just very strange. I don't know if any of this stuff was real, but they've paraded it through Kiev, and I guess we're all expected to say these were captured and... There's something that's just off about this, isn't there? It just... Very strange stuff happening. And you wonder... um, you, You wonder, like, what... What's happening behind the scenes in some of this stuff? What's the real truth? There's something else that happened over the weekend that we probably ought to mention and and should be talked about. A man by the name of Alexander Dugan. He is known as Putin's brain. A car belonging to Alexander Dugan was... um, exploded for lack of a better better term it exploded over the weekend um and he was supposed to be inside of it his daughter was apparently and i saw this footage and i just saw the fire from it yeah here it is here's some of this footage that popped up online over the weekend. This is really interesting. This is just the fire, the car that had caught on fire. Now, there have been a number of really bad car fires. Uh, lately, because of either... You know, strange car accidents. In this case, they say maybe a bomb had gone off. Very strange stuff. But his daughter, apparently he was supposed to be in that car. And uh, his daughter was instead. He decided to take another car at, um, at the last minute. Now, another really strange thing. I don't know if you've seen this, but Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman is apparently on his way to Russia or would like to go to Russia. And uh, I, I think this is about getting that uh, in, in WNBA star Brittany Griner out of jail. I think... You remember when he went to North Korea? I don't want to laugh about this, because remember he was involved, apparently very big now, involved in the... Uh, <laughs> ah, yeah, no, he's involved in the the uh, national security and, of course, uh, some, of the, uh, the, some of the diplomatic issues. Let, let me see if I can find... Yeah, here, here's the, this is North Korea. <laughs> it's Kim Jong-il. Uh, he wants to go over there and apparently he wants to see if he can get her brought home. 
Breaking Dennis Rodman was traveling to Russia and attempt to bring Brittany Griner home. You know, at this point, I think, you know, what what could could anything else hurt? I mean, what could hurt? Send this guy over there. Biden couldn't get the job done. Now Dennis Rodman is going, according to Breitbart. Oh, my goodness. Sean Hannity reporting, uh, Dennis Rodman says he's got permission to go to Russia to help get Brittany Griner back home. You just can't make some of this stuff up, folks. Oh, my goodness. More good news from the weekend. And again, we'll touch on this tomorrow. But if you missed it, Patrick Colbeck will be on with us tomorrow to talk about some of the highlights from the uh, from the Mike Lindell Summit. You've uh, you've missed it. I I that's okay. Maybe you didn't get to watch all of it. He'll give you some of the highlights of it. Patrick Colbeck doing a presentation himself that day. Of course, you know that any talk of any issue with election integrity, any fraud, any any talk of elections being stolen, you know that's absolutely criminal at this point. We can't do that anymore. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. <laughs> now, now somebody's released. Ten minutes. Russian interference, though. That's, That's a real what I'm thing. scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, mm. you know, fight against that in 2020? You. Ten minutes of Democrats talking about this. You are absolutely right. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice president of <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election. And he was put in the office because the Russians interfered. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. You, Folks, I get there's 10 minutes of this. I'll put that up in the stack. You can see all the news, the stories, the links, the videos, everything that we talk about during the show. All of it. We'll put it up online so you can see it all. In the stack, we do that every day at justinbarclay.com, and that way you'll, you'll have full access to it all, like we do every single day. That's all we have time for today, though. We went over, I did like almost half an hour more than I normally do on this show, didn't I? The lights, the part is... I had to. Well, I appreciate you being here with us, and of course, appreciate your conversations. Thank you so much for, for continuing to have them. We're going to cover more of this stuff. Some of the things that we got a chance to touch on today, we'll get into a little more in-depth detail on as the next couple of days come as well. I'm hoping to have uh, Tudor Dixon on, her pick for Lieutenant Governor Shane Hernandez. We'll continue these conversations as well. That's it. You've been extended. You got a little bit more than you bargained for today. Thanks for hanging around with us. Make sure you click share no matter we're watching this. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Rumble, all those different places. Make it a great day, folks. God bless. But look at me. I'm almost crying. But that don't keep her love from dying. Misery calls for me. The part is over. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lots of great stuff over at JustinBarkley.com. We've got new t-shirts, mugs, and yes, hats. The tinfoil hat. And my book, Good News, Open Encouragement for Trying Times. Grab one. I'll get it signed for you and send it your way today. Thanks to all that you do to support this show. It means a lot. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.